0: You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Hello, it's John from Mission Log, and clearly there is an unexpected podcast in your feed this morning. We at Roddenberry Podcast have been working hard on Sci-Fi 5, and we were excited to share the story of Errand of Mercy, premiering this day in 1967, and then a funny thing happened. We were joined by Mary Chifo as a special guest star, and then Mary was partially... Uh, possessed by Laurel, and well, the final episode was too much fun not to share. So for those of you who already subscribed to Sci-Fi 5, enjoy the double dose. For those of you new to Sci-Fi 5, enjoy the quick hit of Klingon lore, then make sure you follow the show by going to podcast.roddenberry.com. There you will find all the ways to catch Sci-Fi 5, your daily dose of science fiction history in just five minutes, and all the other great shows from Roddenberry.
1: Every memorable species of Aliens, no matter how detailed, or not, began somewhere. And it just so happens that today's Sci-Fi 5 is devoting its five minutes of science fiction history to the day the Klingons first battled their way onto TV screens. I'm Mary Chifo with an Alien origin story that only a mother could love. On this day in 1967, the classic Star Trek episode, Errand of Mercy, was first broadcast on NBC. And whether fledgling Star Trek fandom knew it or not, it was the first appearance of the Klingon Empire, embodied in the person of Kor, played by Canadian character actor John Calicos. The script was written by Jean L. Kuhn, a writer and producer whose influence on Star Trek's conception was considerable. Chosen to direct the episode was John Newland, who had previously directed most of and hosted the late 50s, early 60s horror series One Step Beyond, primarily because his experience in achieving the inexplicable and supernatural on a limited TV budget would come in handy for creating the Organians. And the Klingons? Well, nobody really had any definitive ideas on what they would look like. John Calicos himself helped make that decision. Having only read the script on his flight from Toronto to LA, Calicos thought the Klingons should look somewhat like Genghis Khan. In fact, this probably helped to determine who would be the original series' most frequent villains, as the Romulan makeup was more elaborate by comparison. In 1967, mind you. Things have changed just a little bit. But how much have the Klingons changed since they first appeared as words in Gene Kuhn's script?
0: In the first season of Shabam,
1: we launch a zombie apocalypse, separating
0: three kids from their parents. Whatever that was, it's not Mrs. Krasinski. Yes, this action is getting closer. And narrow escapes. Go right. No. No left. But there's more to it. We talk about all kinds of stuff, like pizza, water, wheels, cholera, digital encoding, bats and rats,
1: brain chips. and we feature stories from history. The
0: greatest human adventure story of all time. The midnight ride of Paul Revere. <sighs> Shabam is a new show that'll
1: blow your mind. And so the Klingon warriors marched onto our screens for the first time. Their warlike tendencies were there, as were their thirst for expansion by way of conquest. Their foreheads and their teeth weren't there, yet, and neither was the code of honor that would lean samurai or lean viking depending on the day of the week. Many of the elements now associated with the Klingons were layered on in the early Star Trek movies, and especially the next generation. And yet, in Kor, the first Klingon we met, so much already was there. The pride, the swaggering assurance that he and his fellow Klingons would be the last ones standing if a fight broke out, and his utter disdain for the niceties and diplomacy of the Federation. Also present at this first meeting was Captain Kirk's wariness of any new conflict with the Klingons. After all, the bloody and costly Klingon war of Star Trek Discovery's first season had happened when Kirk was a junior officer. And what else were there? Oh yes, the Organians predicting that the Federation and the Klingons would someday become allies. Just ask Worf. Or Bellana Torres. Or maybe Ash Tyler. Okay, maybe don't ask Ash Tyler. So many of the ingredients that made and continue to make the Klingons so compelling were baked into the cake of Errand of Mercy. And their march toward victory and cooperation, because you can march toward that too, started 54 years ago today. This has been five minutes of science fiction history, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for March 23rd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. Kaplah!